Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coffee Break German, Season 2, Lesson 20. Andrea, I can't quite believe that we have reached Lesson 20 halfway through our course in the second season of Coffee Break German. Yeah, ja, es ist unglaublich. Unglaublich, unbelievable. Uh, we've covered lots in these past 20 lessons. Yes, we looked at the subordinate clauses and some of the past tenses and also some datives. Yeah, there are lots of the things I think that beforehand I was finding really tricky and I just didn't know. But now I, f- I find whenever I'm trying to speak German, then I'm I'm kind of working out how to say things based on what we've covered in the past few lessons. Yes, and it's all a matter of practice in the end. It is indeed. And indeed, that's exactly what this lesson is all mm-hmm. about. Now, of course, we should say that if this happens to be the first lesson that you're listening to of Coffee Break German, then you can go back to the very beginning and start learning along with us. And that's lesson one from season one. And you can find out everything you need to know at coffeebreakgerman.com. But in this lesson, we are going to be reviewing what we've learned in lessons 11 to 19 and I guess putting it to the test. Genau. Also, bist du bereit? Ich bin bereit. Los geht's. Now, there's a huge amount to cover in this review lesson. So let's get straight on to that now. What are we looking at first, Andrea? Yeah, firstly, we are looking at how uh, to tell people what we want from them. And for this, we've used subordinate clauses Mm -hmm. and we've used certain verbs. Do you remember some of them? Uh, Well, was this where we were using mögen, I guess? Ich möchte. möchte, Yeah, yeah. Um, Wollen. Yeah. Uh, Was there verlangen? Yeah, do you remember what verlangen means? Uh, Was it to... Promise? To, to demand. To demand. Okay, how do you say to promise? Versprechen. Versprechen. Okay, I'm getting mixed up here, but to demand, verlangen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are all used with a subordinate clause. Can you give us an example? Yes. Uh, for example, Dieter möchte, dass morgen die Sonne scheint. Okay, so Dieter would like the sun to shine tomorrow. Genau, In super. English, we use that, to, that infinitive, Dieter mm-hmm would like the sun to shine, to shine tomorrow. But in German, we have to make that into a subordinate clause. Dieter möchte that tomorrow the sun shines. Genau, das sehr Morgen gut. die Sonne scheint. Genau, and in the subordinate clause, of course, the verb goes to the end. Mm-hmm. And we also have to remember that comma. Yeah. Dieter möchte, comma, das Morgen die Sonne scheint. Okay. So do you want to practice a bit? Mark? Warum nicht? I have some sentences for you to translate into German. Okay, go for it. Tobias would like Caroline to cook dinner tonight. Okay, we'll leave some time, of course, for our listeners. Okay, could this be Tobias möchte, dass Caroline... Heute Abend 
Abendessen kocht. Ja, genau, sehr gut. So double Abendessen heute ja, Abend. Ja, wie du meinst. <lacht> Tobias möchte, dass Caroline heute Abend Abendessen kocht. Super. Okay, let's try one more. Marianne wants the children to be patient. What's patient? Geduldig. Geduldig. Okay, geduldig. So would this be Marianne will, comma, dass die Kinder geduldig sind? Sehr gut, super. Okay. I think I'm always wondering about, is it a conjugated verb or is it an infinitive that's coming at the end? But because it's a subordinate clause, we do need a conjugated verb there. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So what's the next thing that we covered? So we use the same structure, but we use verbs that uh, reveal our thoughts and feelings and hopes. Okay. So, that was um, like denken and hoffen and glauben and so on. Yeah, even wissen. Wissen to know, yeah. of course. And I also have a new one. Oh. Ich habe Angst, dass... Is that hmm. I'm worried that... Yes, yes. Okay. And we can also use this as one word. Ich befürchte... Das. Ich befürchte. Yeah, I fear that. I fear. Ich befürchte. Mm -hmm. There's an umlaut in there, isn't there? Aber natürlich, ja. Yeah. Ich befürchte. Okay, so how are we going to practice this? Well, I'm going to put your interpreting skills to the test. Okay. Uh, because I have a little story about Ferdinand. Okay, and I've got to translate this as we go along. Yeah, sentence by sentence, yeah. Okay, so it's, uh, would that be consecutive translation? This consecutive yes, interpreting? Yes, consecutive interpreting. Okay, let's go for it. Ferdinand hofft, dass er eine gute Arbeit findet. Aber er befürchtet, dass es sehr schwierig ist, weil er nicht in der Stadt wohnt und kein Auto hat. So we do the first part. Quite huh? a long sentence, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, we do the first part. Ferdinand hofft, dass er eine gute Arbeit findet. Ferdinand hopes that he finds a good job, that he will find a good job. Aber er befürchtet, dass es sehr schwierig ist. But he fears that it's very difficult. Weil er nicht in der Stadt wohnt und kein Auto hat. Because he doesn't live in town and he doesn't have a car. Sehr gut. So, now the next part. Er hat Angst, dass er für immer bei seinen Eltern wohnen muss. Oh, there's a lot of verbs in there. Um, he, he's scared, he's, he fears mm -hmm. that he uh, will have to live always by his parents, in his parents' house. Ja, genau. Okay. Can you hear that one again? Er hat Angst, dass er für immer bei seinen Eltern wohnen muss. Okay. Seine Eltern glauben, dass es Ferdinand sehr gefällt zu Hause. Und sie wissen nicht, dass er gern ausziehen möchte. So we do the first part. Okay. Seine Eltern glauben, dass es Ferdinand gefe sehr gefällt zu Hause. Does that mean that um, his parents believe that that it, it, it pleases Ferdinand to be at, at home? He likes ja. being at home. Mhm. Und sie wissen nicht, dass er gern ausziehen möchte. Um, 
Ausziehen ist to pull. Ausziehen ist to move out. To move out, okay. So, um, they do not know, sie wissen nicht, that he uh, would really like to move out. Genau. Let's hear the last bit again. Und sie wissen nicht, dass er gern ausziehen möchte. Okay, so ausziehen, literally to pull out, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. but uh, in this but, case to move out. Yeah. Could you read this whole paragraph quickly, mm -hmm. as quickly as you can, mm -hmm. so that we can test ourselves on some listening, even though we already know what's going on here? Ferdinand hofft, dass er eine gute Arbeit findet, aber er befürchtet, dass es sehr schwierig ist, weil er nicht in der Stadt wohnt und kein Auto hat. Er hat Angst, dass er für immer bei seinen Eltern wohnen muss. Seine Eltern glauben, dass es Ferdinand sehr gefällt zu Hause und sie wissen nicht, dass er gern ausziehen möchte. Okay, it is quite challenging when we hear it quickly, but fortunately we weren't interpreting that time. <laughs> One quick question. By. By, does that take a dative? Yeah. So, by seinen Eltern. Because it's plural. Because it's plural. So, it's die if he, Eltern. If he only lived with his father, mm -hmm. it would be by seinem Vater. Vater. Okay. Yep, that's, that's all good. I'm sure we'll come back to bye another time. We'll say bye to bye for now. <laughs> Let's move on to the next uh, re review section here. So we're still looking at the same structure with new verbs. And the verbs allow us to report what someone else said. Okay, so yeah. this is, uh, he said that su such and such is the case. Yeah, but we obviously, we have more verbs to uh, express this than just sagen. Yeah. Do you know any other verbs? We had the one to whisper. Yeah, flüstern. Flüstern. Uh, we had to remark. Yeah, bemerken. bemerken. Um, then there was also a, a, a shouting one, I believe. Ja, schreien. 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 Yeah, I can't uh -huh. remember any uh -huh. other ones, I'm afraid. Well, we have very importantly behaupten, to claim. To claim, of course. So maybe it's not true. And berichten, to report. To report. Okay. So. I have a few sentences for you, mm -hmm. um, which someone says, and I would like you to put them into indirect or reported speech. Okay, just so that we all know what's happening here, can you explain an example in English? Yes, of course. So if I say, uh, I am feeling well today, you would then say, Andrea says... That she is feeling well today. Exactly. Okay. And I obviously give you names here so that okay. you know who is speaking. Okay, that makes sense. So the first person to say something is Tanja. Yeah. Ich spreche fließend Spanisch. Now, we don't know if this is true. So she's, she's claiming it. Yes. So that means we're going to use behaupten. Genau. So can we say then, Tanja behauptet, mm -hmm. dass sie fließend Spanisch spricht. Super, sehr gut. Okay. So we have a little bit of gossip here oh. from Carola. What's she saying? Frau Müller von nebenan hat einen neuen Hund. What does von nebenan mean? Uh, next door. All right, okay. So let's hear that again. Frau Müller von nebenan hat einen neuen Hund. And what's the verb that we're using here? I would suggest berichten, to She's report. Just reporting what's mm -hmm. happening, okay. So would we say, Carola berichtet, dass Frau Müller von nebenan 
einen neuen Hund hat. Sehr gut, super. Okay, just remembering to put the verb to the end uh, because it's coming after the, well, it's coming at the end of the subordinate clause. Mm -hmm. So should we now look at a few questions that you want to report? Because with questions, something different happens. We don't use das, but we use that tiny little word op. Yes, it depends on whether it's a closed question. Mm -hmm. So a question you, that can be answered with ja oder nein. Yep. Or if it's an open question, an open question can have a million answers. And it's the how, when, why, what questions. Was that what you called them? The W-Fragen. Yeah, yeah, because okay. all our how, when, what start with a W. The w even all those words for why. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Right, so, let's, let's try this then. Yes, I have a, a couple of examples to show the, the op and the question word. Okay, let's hear them. So the first question that we're going to report is, Kommt Fritz to a party? So is Fritz coming to the party? Yeah, and that was Till who is asking this. Mm -hmm. So Till fragt, ob Fritz zur Party kommt. So again, it's the same setup as with the das and so on. It's that same structure, mm -hmm. but this time we're using op, meaning whether or not. Yes, exactly, because the answer can only be ja oder, oder nein. nein. Okay, so kommt Fritz zur Party and then Till fragt, ob Fritz zur Party kommt. Super. So now we look at uh, an open question. Mm -hmm. Wann ist die Party? So when is the party? Mm -hmm. And it's Monika who's asking. Monika fragt, wann die Party ist. So Monika fragt, do we need a, a comma there? Natürlich. So Monika fragt, comma, wann die Party ist, when the party is. Super. Sehr okay. Gut. And likewise, we could we could use any other, uh, for example, Monika fragt, wo die Party ist. Genau. genau. We just use a, a, a wie, wie fragen word. Super. Or she can also ask how the party was. Yes. Monika fragt, wie die Party war. Okay. Using her war from mm -hmm. uh, sein in the, in the preteritum. Genau. But that's coming But up a little we'll later on. We'll get to this later, yes. Okay. Can I just double check? Can we also can we also say ich weiß nicht ob or ich weiß nicht wann or one of the other question okay, marks? Genau. So if you don't know something, then you can also use the same structure. Okay. So I have a little question for you. Okay. Wie ist das Wetter morgen? So what is the weather going to be like tomorrow? Genau. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to use that that mm -hmm, uh, I don't mm -hmm. know because I don't actually know mm -hmm. what the weather's going to be doing tomorrow. Although the chances are probably it will be wet. We're in Scotland. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I could say ich weiß nicht wie das Wetter morgen ist. Sehr gut. Do you know another way how to say that you don't know anything? Um, Oh, could I say I have no idea? Yeah. Ich habe keine Ahnung. Genau, ich habe keine Ahnung. And we can just use keine Ahnung as, a, as an answer and it's yes. so no idea. Yeah. So ich habe keine Ahnung and then Komma, wie das, das Wetter morgen ist. Super, sehr gut. So it gut. works exactly the same. Genau. Okay. Right, coming up after our break, we'll be continuing to practice some of the concepts that we've been working on through these past 10 lessons of Coffee Break German, but that in just a moment. Here at 
Coffee Break German, we want to help you turn your downtime into do time. Brauchst du mehr Übung? Join us on Facebook three times a week and put your German to work with our language challenges and cultural insights. As they say, practice makes perfect. Oder auf Deutsch, Übung macht den Meister. Head over to facebook.com slash coffeebreakgerman. Wir sehen uns hoffentlich bald. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. We are going through at the moment what we've learned in lessons 11 to 19 of Coffee Break German Season 2. So we're on to our fifth point. Yes, Andrea, and it's the dative. Aha, the dative. Yeah, we had a, a good look at the dative. Uh, not only the articles, but also the personal pronouns. But maybe we should quickly revise the dative articles. Okay, will we so start with definite or indefinite? We start with definite articles. Okay, so our definite articles normally in the nominative would mm -hmm. be der, die, das, die. Mm -hmm. But in the dative, der becomes dem. Yeah. Die becomes der. Das becomes dem. And die becomes den. Yeah, genau, sehr gut. Okay. And in the indefinite article? Uh, I think the same patterns are followed. So we go with ein, uh, ein Mann becoming einem Mann. Genau. Uh, eine Schule becoming einer Schule. Genau. And then ein Kind becoming einem Kind. Super. And what happens to the... Uh, Plural? Oh, I don't think we have a plural in the no, indefinite. No, we don't. We don't. Okay. We just say the word. Yes, exactly. Okay. What about then the, the dative personal pronouns? We know that the, the normal personal pronouns, I, you, he, she, it, and so on, they have a dative form, to me, yes. to you, and so on. Yes, exactly. So, um, to me would be mir, mm -hmm. to you, dir, yeah. to him, ihm. Because it's following the same im as in uh, like dem. It's the yeah. same ending. To her, ihr. Again, following the same ending that d becomes der. Mm -hmm. So sie would become ihr. Mm -hmm. And to it, ihm. Like the dative. Mm -hmm. So das becomes dem and then mm -hmm. es becomes ihm. And to us, uns. Uns. To you, plural. Yeah, sehr gut. And to them? That would be ihnen. Genau. And if it's to you formal? That would also be ihnen, but with a capital I. Genau. Sehr gut. Super. Okay. So we have a little example. Mm -hmm. Paul schenkt dem Lehrer ein Buch. So Paul sends. Gives. Oh, gives. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Paul gives to the teacher a book. So Paul gives the teacher a book. 
Exactly. And now we want to replace dem Lehrer with a personal pronoun. Okay. So dem Lehrer would become ihm. Sehr gut. Super. Paul schenkt ihm ein Buch. Super. And what if Paul gives the book to die Lehrerin? So Paul schenkt der Lehrerin ein Buch. So der Lehrerin is the female form, the feminine form. And yeah. it's der because of course it's dative. So would we say Paul schenkt ihr ein Buch? Sehr gut. Super. I always think those seem complicated, but in actual fact, translating into English, Paul gives him, sounds like ihm, a book, or Paul gives her a book. It sounds like ear a little yes, bit there. exactly. Makes sense. I guess in, in Old English, it probably had uh, dative meanings, I guess, at some point. Well, German and English do originate from exactly. the same language family. Exactly. So then there are obviously, we've looked at the verb schenken, so that's mm -hmm. to, to gift. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we also have some other verbs that use a dative. Do you remember any of these verbs? Well, what about geben, to give? Yeah, geben. Uh, would antworten, mm -hmm. to answer? Yeah. Um, could we just use sagen if we were saying something to someone? Yes, we could. Yeah. Okay. Um, or danken. To thank yeah, someone Duncan. for something. Mm -hmm. Okay, any another? Any yes, other we also have helfen. To help someone. Or um, gefallen. To please. Or yeah. when someone likes something. Yeah. To be pleasing to. Zum Beispiel, Berlin gefällt mir. Yeah. So it's a tricky one mm -hmm. from a translation point mm -hmm. of view, but it actually makes perfect sense. And it's the same with schmecken. Oh, so that's right. Taste. Zum Beispiel, Currywurst schmeckt, schmeckt mir. mir. Okay. Good. Yeah. And then we also have gehören, belong to. to. Belong to. I'd forgotten about that one. Okay. Can we try this with perhaps a couple of translation sentences? Ja, klar. Nummer eins. Sabine thanks the neighbor because he helped her. Sabine thanks the neighbor because he helped her. Okay. Okay, the word for the neighbor? Der Nachbar. Der Nachbar. Okay, so um, this is going to take a dative. So would we say Sabine dankt dem Nachbar? Yes. Careful. We've seen this before. Some of the nouns, they get an N when right. they are in a dative. a dative. So it's uh, Sabine dankt dem Nachbarn. Okay, Sabine dankt dem Nachbarn. Weil er ihn, ihr ja. geholfen hat. Sehr gut, super. So it's helfen becomes geholfen. geholfen. And because it's subordinate clause, the hat goes to the end. Uh, weil er ihr geholfen hat. Genau. Okay. Sabine dankt dem Nachbarn, weil er ihr geholfen hat. Okay, it sounds so easy when you say it. <laughs> okay, next one. Peter is in Zurich. He likes the city and he likes the food. Okay, Peter is in Zurich. He likes the city and he likes the food. We 
they obviously use two different verbs for like. I was thinking that. I was just working it out there and that liking the city would just be gefallen. Yeah. But liking the food, is that the one where um, it's tasting, it's tasty yeah. to him or something like yeah, that? Yeah, schmecken. Schmecken, okay. So let's try this. Peter ist in Zürich. Die Stadt gefällt ihm und das Essen geschmeckt ihm. Schmeckt ihm. Just, just schmeckt. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting a, a, a gehen there. Yeah, you've used the past participle. Okay, so die Stadt gefällt ihm und das Essen geschmeckt. No, just schmeckt ihm. Genau, sehr gut. Okay, I think we'll move on from this one. Okay. Let's move on to our next topic. And I think we've got one more involving subordinate clauses, is that correct? Yes, exactly. We're looking at how to give reason for something that happened or something we do mm -hmm. uh, with weil. Yeah. And this time we're also using the perfect. To so add a, a further level of complication. It's just interesting from a word order point of view. <laughs> okay, if you say so. <laughs> okay, so let's perhaps take a, an example or, or, or how do you want to work this? Well, first, we need to quickly look at uh, the perfect and mm -hmm. that it's conjugated with haben oder sein, yeah. as we know. And the haben or the sein will then be at the end of the sentence. Mm -hmm. um, I can make a little example. Okay. Ich bin zu spät, weil ich den Autoschlüssel verloren habe. So I am late or too late mm -hmm. uh, because, weil, uh, then I think you said you've, you lost the car key. You have yeah. lost the car key. Yeah. So, weil ich, what was the, the car key? Den Autoschlüssel. Den Autoschlüssel. So that's the accusative case there. Den mm -hmm. Autoschlüssel uh, verloren habe. Genau, sehr gut. So verloren is the past participle. And then the last part that we hear is the auxiliary verb, habe. Genau, sehr gut, super. And just to remind us, we've got haben verbs, which are most verbs, but then the sein verbs are the ones which there's a change of state or a change of location. Genau, sehr gut. Okay. So I have uh, some questions for you. Okay. Mark, warum ist mein Kaffee kalt? Okay, um, why is your coffee cold? Well, let's see if I can come up with a, an excuse. Um, es tut mir leid. Uh, dein Kaffee ist kalt, um, weil ich uh, dein Kaffee vor 15 Minuten gemacht habe. Sehr gut, super, yeah. So I just made it 15 minutes ago. Yeah. I was struggling there. I was going to say I made it, but I couldn't work out what the word for it would be there. Well, it's it's actually um, he. So I made him because it's their cafe. Okay, so would it be ihm? Ihn, it's an Ihn, accusative. It's an accusative, okay. So es tut mir leid, dein Café ist kalt, weil ich ihn vor 15 Minuten gemacht habe. Okay, that makes sense. I, I think the in and the im are a little bit tricky, but when we think about the accusative versus the, the yes. dative, that makes more sense. Okay. Gut, und dann die nächste Frage, ja. next question. Wieso hast du meine E-Mail nicht beantwortet? Okay, so why didn't I answer your email? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Entschuldige, ich habe deine E-Mail nicht beantwortet, weil 
ich es vergessen habe. Sehr gut, super. Could I see? Ähm, ich habe deine E-Mail nicht beantwortet, beantwortet, denn ich habe es vergessen. Ja. So with the then, we just don't have a, a subordinate clause. Nein, with the then, we use a, a, normal, a main normal clause. Main clause. And with the while, we use the subordinate clause. Okay, that makes sense. Right, I think there's one more thing that we looked at in this group of lessons, and that was talking about the past. Yes, that was just the last uh, lesson before this one, uh, where we looked at uh, different ways to say that we're talking about the past. Mm -hmm. So if we talk about something that happened, I don't know, four years ago, what would you say? Vor zwei Jahren. Are you sure about that, Mark? Four years ago? Okay, the four confused me because I was thinking four as in four before, like in German. Um, for vier Jahren. Genau, sehr gut, super. Okay. And what if you want to speak about the 19th century? Okay, this was when we put the 10 at, at the end of the number. Genau. So would it be im neunzehnten uh, Jahrhundert? Sehr gut. And what if you talk about the 40s? Oh, then it was E-R-N that goes in the end. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think here what we use for the article. It's in and then it's dative, so it becomes in den vierzigern. Uh, yeah, sehr gut, super. In den vierzigern, okay. And what if you speak in generally in the past? In der Vergangenheit. Yes, or? Früher. Yeah, super, sehr gut. Okay. And now a bit more complicated if you speak about when you were a child. In that case, I would use als. Yeah. Als ich Kind war. Ein Kind war. Als ich ein Kind war, okay. Yeah. Um, and if you, you could also use this als ich 15 war, etc. But there is also a very easy way to speak about something that happened when you were a certain age. I can just use mit. Yeah. So could I say mit, fün mit 15? Yeah, genau, sehr gut, super. And in that case, if I wanted to use the years, I would have to make it Jahren. Yeah, mit 15 Jahren. Because it's dative. Genau, sehr gut. Mit 15 Jahren. Okay, all sounds good. What about the whole idea of talking in the past when we, we mentioned, we've obviously been looking at the perfect in previous lessons, but we use the preteritum in, in a few of these lessons. Yes, some verbs, they have a perfect, but um, German speakers don't use the perfect for it. We use it in the preteritum. And uh, two of these verbs are haben und sein. Yeah. So we don't use haben and sein in the perfect. We always use them in the preteritum. So ich hatte, du hattest, sie hattet and so on. Genau. Um, or ich war, du mm -hmm. warst, uh, sie es genau. war. And other verbs that have the, the same rule are modal verbs. Mm -hmm. So uh, two modal verbs we looked at are wollen, so to, to want, wish or to or, want yeah. and können. To be able to. Genau. And they are also uh, used in the preteritum. And the other thing, and I think that's very interesting, you remember the expression es gibt, there is or there are. And in the preteritum that becomes es gap. Genau, sehr gut, okay. super. I remember that one. So I have a couple of examples. Okay. In der Vergangenheit konnte man nicht mit dem Flugzeug reisen. So in the past, 
One couldn't travel by plane. Genau, sehr gut. Okay. And the next sentence. Als ich zehn war, wollte ich Astronautin werden, aber es gab keine Astronautenschule in meinem Dorf. <laughs> okay, so when you were ten, you wanted to be an astronaut, but there was no astronaut school in your village. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, that is where we're going to leave this, this gallop through our previous ten lessons. We hope that you've found it useful. So that's where we're going to leave this episode. Of course, there's more practice on all of this in our bonus episode. You can find that along with our lesson notes and indeed the video versions of this course at coffeebreakgermanplus.com. And next time we're going to look at two more modal verbs in the preterito. Mm -hmm. Müssen and dürfen. So that's to have to and to me, to yes, be able to, be, to, to be, allowed. be allowed to. Yeah. Okay, well, I look forward to that. And uh, for now... Vielen Dank, as ever, and bis zum nächsten Mal. Bis bald. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.